many times you can hear a word but that word you've got to sometimes pray on that word that you hear you can hear the word on grace but I think the word on grace is to alert you to go back to the place of prayer so that you can pray on the word you just heard so tonight we just prayed in the spirit on the word of grace there's grace I know there's grace available and we hear that grace is available but in what dimension is grace available what is grace has God revealed these things to me have I had a personal encounter with the grace of God so tonight as we pray I hear the spirit of God say to me that there will be encounters there will be encounters the the some people's eyes will open afresh because of grace some people's eyes will 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 widen they more exposure will happen because of grace so i don't want to get to a place where i think i know because i don't that's why i love that song that says teach us to know because many times because we're in the nation family and we're doing it almost looks like we're the most zealous church so because of that one can be satisfied with the level that they're at but i go into the place of prayer knowing god that i'm knowing and telling god that i'm still hungry i'm still thirsty for more i'm still thirsty to know more about grace i'm still hungry for more for more for more revelation I'm still hungry for a new dimension. I don't care what I'm doing right now. I don't care what money I'm making. Because whatever money I'm making was as a result or of the mechanism of grace. I would never want to get to a place where I'm no longer hungry or thirsty to know the dimensions of God. The encounters you know when you can be in your room and you're praying you're pressing in you're praying in the spirit and when you're praying and you're pressing then you hear a small audible voice in your heart begin to reveal to you the word just like i heard tonight tomorrow 3 p.m i'm gonna deal with the son of grace but that's not for tonight because of prayer you know why i have to deal with the son of grace because i know there's a scripture which i will read to you tonight though so that you can understand grace it's actually first peter chapter five and god begins to speak in that scripture and he says god gives grace that's first Peter chapter 5. So before we get to what he gives grace to, I first of all actually discovered that God, when God wants to give, he gives grace. So you understand now when when you look at the Son called Christ, when God wanted to give to the world, the Bible says that God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So whenever you see God give, what actually is really given is grace. That's what he's really given. Anytime you see that God is given. So someone says, God does not give money. God does not even give a man faith. Man must have faith. God gives grace. 
So what is the resource in the hand of God? Grace. Do you understand that? So I cannot actually pray for you to, I cannot pray for you to be financially blessed. But I can pray that you receive grace. Because it is, that is the resource in the hand of God. So tomorrow, I'm going to actually talk to you about the Son of Grace. Because when God gave Christ, He actually gave grace. But that's for tomorrow. So when, I, when you now get into any time of your prayer place or your, 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 your silent times or your quiet times where you're meditating on the Word, let me tell you something. You cannot ask God for finances because He won't give you that. But He can give grace. So in in the scripture, I first of all had to break it down when I was in the place of prayer. That's the scripture that came to my mind. God gives grace. So he had to let me look at that scripture more. He said, look at it more. Realize that it is not the giving. I I don't give money. I give grace. So if a man, when you want to know a man that God is transacting with, look at his grace life. When you want to know a man that God is in the market with, that God's resources are with, look at a grace man. But that's more for tomorrow. First Peter chapter 5. Let me read from there tonight as we pray. It's a prayer night tonight. So I hope you've found out your own little space. I hope you found out your own little space or you've, you've chiseled out your whole little, own little space for, your, for you to be able to pray. Do we have 1 Peter chapter 5? I'll read from verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, of all, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Let me first of all mention this. I don't look for people, I can't mobilize somebody to give finances unless I first of all mobilize them to receive grace. And listen to me again. I cannot mobilize somebody to give finances until I first of all mobilize them to receive grace. So, As a mobilizer, what I do is grace must be on my lips so that a grace will rest heavy on a family. Gonna lead you to pray in a moment. A grace will rest heavy on a family and all of a sudden people who look like they're limited in resources become limitless like Minister Terry said earlier. There will be no pool of resources that will be that will be closed off to a man who has found grace. I'm sorry, I cannot believe in salary more than I believe in grace. So every time a financial figure comes to my heart about the seed I want to sow, whenever I want to sow it, the first thing that must happen is that I must look for the grace to do it. I must receive grace to do it. I must not, excuse me, I must not first of all think about how I'm going to work to get it. 
So the thing that an immobilizer is armed with is grace. So I don't even need to come across and speak to a Pastor Patrick about finances if grace for finances is overshadowing me. Because when I speak, that is what will prompt them. If you have a grace for something, you don't have to talk about the thing, but when you speak, that is what will come up in the heart of people. If there is a grace for giving over you, when you begin to talk to others about giving, that grace will come over them. So what is the, what is the dimension that God is looking for when he's looking for mobilizers, when he's looking for prayer people? He's looking for people of grace. God gives grace. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud. So the first thing you see there is that he talks about what he resists. He talks about where there will be resistance when you get into mission or assignment. Resistance come where there is pride. So if I can't break through into an arena, I have to check my life and see whether there is pride hidden somewhere so that I can deal with that so that there is no longer resistance. It is okay if man can resist, resist you, but what do you do if God is the one resisting you? It's okay if you have a financial target and you want to reach that financial target, but all of a sudden, you, even though you desire to do it, there are, mechan there are mechanisms in your life that do not allow God to actually release you to do that target. Because he's, it, if it's God resisting you, then man can't help you. If it is God resisting you, then no matter how much you ask people for help, man cannot help you. So the first thing that God has to do is he has to tell man that I resist the proud. But he says, gives grace. Did you see what God gives? He gives grace. I need you to note this because when, you're, when you pray tonight, you're actually going to ask God for grace to pray. You're going to ask him for grace to see. You're going to ask him for grace to hear. Because God's currency is grace. I thought the currency in heaven was, was, actually, was actually faith. But it is actually grace because that's what God gives. When God is ready to pay out, it gives grace. So God says, I can't pay you hard cash. But I can pay you something superior to hard cash. It's called grace. I need you to understand this so that when you're walking into your workplace and you're looking for how to move into a new dimension in finances and you want God to pay out, he pays out in a thing called grace. When God wanted to reclaim the world, he paid out in grace, Christ. Tomorrow. I'm so desperate to go into what I want to do, but I can't. Because I would, I would even go a bit further and advance it and say when God wants to pay out to the nations, he sends men. But not tonight. That's the son of grace. That's tomorrow morning. I mean tomorrow afternoon. So God gives grace to the humble. But I first of all took that and first of all had to 
compartmentalize and see that the first thing he does is he gives it. So I have to look at everywhere in the scriptures where it says God gives. And what I realize is that the only place it talks about God and what he gives is number one, Christ, but number two, it was grace. So if I go to another time when I saw God give, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8. We was dealing with this yesterday, but let me deal with this again today. So that you know that when God was ready to pay you, he pays you out in grace. So when you receive a grace to give, actually what you just received was God's payment. When you find grace to give, you just received God's payment. Somebody was sowing to get a return from God. But I realized that the payment that God gives is actually grace. So everything that you look at the grace areas in your life. So today when I was praying, I realized that, oh God, God has paid me out. Somebody that has a fueled up prayer life. God has paid them in the area of prayer. Do you understand? It is a payment. God, angels are transacting. They're putting grace in baskets and delivering it to the man or to the <laughs> they're delivering it to the man that ordered it mm. so you see places like amazon right you see you will put you will put a item in a basket and then all of a sudden the courier will receive the item and they will deliver it to you word tonight shield and they will deliver it but god has angels that when we put in the order of grace tonight, some people will receive economic grace. They will enter into a pool of finances, but they will know it's not them. They will know it's a grace. And that's what I want to do tonight. I want people to shift from the dimension of, 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 of working out things to the dimension of grace. So I don't care if it is a, if it is a, if it is a trader or if it is a if it is a logistics man or if, or if it is a a beauty technician whatever it is there are many beauty technicians in the world but there isn't a grace technician so what we're looking for now is a technician that has received grace they would enter bespoke supplies i love that this supply of grace comes directly from the throne of grace do you see that? So what is a throne? An office. So there is an office called grace. When God sits on that throne, he's looking to supply man. He's looking to get angels to supply man with grace. Economic grace. When we begin to pray in the Holy Ghost today, we're looking for a grace that will overshadow us in our industries. So it is, there are normal men, but there are not grace men. That is what God has called us to be, the grace man. The man that is different from other men. Remember that God could not let go of Noah because he was different. So there can be a pastor in Aziz or in the beauty industry. Or an innovator in the beauty industry. But what will make it different is grace. So that's why we're praying tonight. We're not praying for grace. We're just praying to, for our hearts to receive capacity to receive grace. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, I just want to, when God pays out, he pays out in grace. For God so loved the world that he gave. 
the grace, the payment of Christ was just, it was the debt, it was, it was the son that could only pay that price. So when, when you look into scriptures and it defines grace as unmerited favor, grace is actually the amount you need to complete the assignment that you were sent on. Because you let me tell you something. No matter how much you sow today, it won't be enough tomorrow. That's why it has to be a walk of grace. Let me just deal with this so that I can... I can let us pray tonight. We're going to pray just for, okay, we're almost at the time where we need to pray. I've got five more minutes. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed. Another translation would say the grace of God that has been given. So you see the mechanism of heaven. When God wants to pay out a man, he pays them out in grace. Because grace keeps a man current at any given time. So he says here, the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Look at what happened here. <laughs> Pastor Lydia, sometimes you're really on point, you know, God's platinum card. Imagine. And I think that's important. Thank you for that, actually. You know, men created American Express. You see, the, the thing with American Express, right? He said, it's basically, the more you spend and can put back, and you spend again and put back, the more you're able to spend so let's say your limit at the beginning was 10k. What then happens? You gotta keep your eye on this, you know, because it's... what then happens is that you spend the 10k, you pull it back, you spend the 10k, you put it back, then they increase your limit to 20k. I need you to see grace in a dimension tonight. So one of the things that we realize is that grace is given for you to give it out so that more grace can be applied. So now when we pray tonight, you know what happens to people? Some, I feel the urgent, I mean the impression to say this, some people's eyes close because they stop looking at grace. They no longer see the way they used to see before. They no longer hear the way they used to hear before. The word no longer, the, no, the word no longer buds in their heart like it used to bud before. What has happened is there's been a cutoff of grace. You've entered into routine. You've entered into a time of, I know the word that's coming out. I know the prayer to pray. Do you know it is also possible to know how to just, you know you can just pray in tongues like, um, you're not looking for anything. You're no longer seeking for God to, re to receive grace. So what happens then is encounters cease. The visions of God cease. 
the words of God cease. The revelation of the word ceases. Growth stops. Because grace has stopped. And most times what then happens is that you're actually recycling stale bread, stale grace. You're living off a grace that you should have given out a long time ago and came for a refuel. So when we pray tonight, what is actually supposed to happen is you're supposed to rekindle a, the cycle of grace. Because what grace started, it will take grace to complete. I cannot walk this walk because it is a grace walk. So, let me then finish because the title of this is Greater Grace. Acts chapter 4. Last scripture and we pray tonight as nation family. So it says from verse 31, and when they had prayed, this is it. Did you see that? And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. Encounters. I need to sensitize your heart towards this tonight. The place where they were they were assembled together was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So do you know what I realized about the filling of the Holy Spirit? It is continuous. You're not filled with it once and then that is it. He said, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The day of Pentecost came, they were filled. Then they prayed and they were filled again. The place was shaken. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So it tells me that whenever you see the word of God speaking boldly, spoken boldly, the Holy Spirit is in operation. I want to tell you about a grace. So now this guy wants to become the best businessman, but he doesn't know that the root of his his economic grace is actually the word of God being spoken with boldness so he says and the word they spoke the word with boldness now the multitude of those who believed were with one heart and one soul neither did anyone say that any of these the things he possessed was his own but they had all things in common so PT began to tell us that when you want to see wealth, there must be one language. But what causes one language is the Holy Ghost. He said after they had prayed. So what is the root, the engine of oneness? Prayer together. That is the engine of oneness. It is prayer together. So as we then begin to come on the nation family for the next few days and begin to pray, it is, to, it is actually to provoke oneness. To provoke one language so that when we now we actually when we now speak the word of God can be spoken with boldness but also spoken in one mind and in one heart and then all things will be in common you know until you get to one you, you can't get to revival mm. 
It said one heart and one soul. So I love it that it said soul there because it, that means that it, even their emotions, the way they were emotional about things was one. So they weren't, <laughs> it almost looked like they were so uniformed in, in what they were emotional about. Let me read on. Neither did anyone say that any of the things that he had possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them all. Did you see that? It spoke about grace being upon them when would the manifestation of grace happen when everybody becomes one how do you know that <laughs> don't pray for grace to heal the nations until you've prayed for grace to become one so now when we open up our mouths to pray now and we and begin to press in into the place of prayer and we're asking god to receive grace don't first of all pray for god to receive an economic grace pray for god to give you grace to be one with the family because if you're one with the family, economic grace will follow. So that is the grace that we're praying for tonight. I wanted to, so he says that when they witnessed, they spoke boldly about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that grace, grace was upon them all. How did they turn the city upside down? Grace. It was grace that moved on the inside of them. So what do I first of all do? When I want to know that grace is operating, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I say, God, give me grace to pray. Because I understand I don't, want, I don't want my prayer life to enter into a routine. I want my prayer life to be a grace matter. I want my prayer life to be the matter of grace. So when I enter into the place of prayer, when I begin to pray, it is because of grace prompting me to pray. When I begin to open the word and my eyes are revealed to a revelation, then guess what happened? It is grace. So guess who my relationship is with? It is with grace. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're opening up a new chapter of the relationship with grace. When you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost tonight, you're asking to reopen up that new chapter. So by tomorrow, we'll get to the place where we see that grace reigned. It was through grace that, 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 that we reign. But that's for tomorrow. So I, I even put in my... Anyway, that's for tomorrow. Let's leave that to tomorrow. Are you ready to pray tonight? Yes, sir. I want us to pray in the Spirit. Let me tell you, the, the formation of praying in the Spirit, focus. Focus. Open up a new chapter of a relationship with grace. And sometimes that means that you have to let go of the still grace. Stop talking about the old stories in the past. The, the story of grace is continuous. There's a new chapter of grace that wants to open up tonight to the nation family and it takes some people to push it through. It takes some people to enter into the place of prayer and desire encounters. Desire an encounter of grace tonight. Desire an encounter where you see more, where you know God more and you begin to, you begin to, you begin to open up that, that, that level of grace. Some, for some people, the economy that you've been sowing till now, time to close that chapter. Time to open up a new economic chapter of grace. That doesn't belittle the seed that you've been given. 
but you believe God for more grace. Because remember, I started out by saying that when God is ready to pay out, he gives grace. Every time I've seen God is ready to give, it is either Christ or grace. I've never seen God give anything else. When you look through the whole of scriptures, you never see God give anything else but grace. So when you pray tonight, you're ready to receive grace. Oh no, I've got to do one more. Hebrews chapter 4. Just one more as we pray. I think this is going to give us the prayer, the prayer point tonight. Because it is, a, it is an approach tonight. We're going to approach the throne of grace. So it says in Hebrews chapter 4, let's, see, let's look at what God was saying here. In Hebrews chapter 4. <laughs> I love this. For let us therefore approach the throne of grace. Yeah, there it is. Uh-huh. 16. So look at this. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have an high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all point tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Did you see that? So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Don't approach the throne of grace unless you're approaching boldly. So now God is in his office and when God is ready to transact, he's, he's asking if somebody is going to order, make the order for the supply of grace. I want the nation family to put in the order for the supply of grace tonight. I don't want it to be a a matter of, oh yeah, I'm going to go and try and do this. No, let God supply us with grace. So he said, let us therefore approach boldly to the throne of grace. Remember I told you, throne symbolizes office. He said, and therefore that we may obtain mercy. Number one thing, that we may obtain mercy. But then he said, what? Find grace to help in time of need i need you to bank that word look what happened when look i'm sorry god i make time of need every day so i always need to find grace because mm. he said look now he said what is what is the response to time of need grace so um, what happens is god puts needs in your life so that grace can be available do you get that? So if I made sowing a need so that grace can be constant. Because what God says is even if you need, I'm not going to give you what you need. I'm only going to give you grace. Do you get that? So if I need to see what God is doing, it has to become a need first. So everything in my life must become needs. And until it's a need, God is not giving grace. So what the nation family needs to do now to pray is that you need to now convert uh, um, your wants to needs until, <laughs> until that giving, that seed becomes a need. You will not find grace to reach that seed. Do you get it? So what happens to people is that they desire to do things. But what happens to some is that they need to do it. Do you get it? So now God will see the need 
and you will find grace to do it. So tonight when you pray, you better pray as if you need that grace. Because if you don't need it, it's not coming. So what happens most times is that men will either decide, oh my God. Do you notice the best, the most times when God comes through, when grace comes through. Let me not say God, when grace comes through is when you need something. Have you ever needed something before? And, and then you begin to then do the prayer and the and the word looking for what you need and when you get to that point in your life where need is more to do with what God wants then guess what happens you find grace so I want you to pray tonight I want you to re reopen a new chapter of grace in your life but it is it is this is how you open it you look at the seed and you place it as top priority, as your most urgent need. You look at souls and you place it as your top priority, as urgent need. Guess what will happen? You will find grace for soul winning. Because he said, approach the throne, but don't approach it for something that you don't need. Because he's only going to give you grace for what you need. So God, I need finances for the sake of the kingdom.